Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. The three of you, Aegon, Elianod, and Garden, are on the Swift Vine farm, and it's back to the splendor it had before the blight hit. You're talking with Neldor Swift Vine himself. You used the uh, the mirror that Zaelg gave you, uh, which has now sort of transformed everything back in time made things as they truly are is the description you have from Zaelg about the mirror but uh Neldor is uh uh sort of almost kind of proud in a sense he's sort of excited uh excitable about the fact that this meteorite landed uh in his on his farm and behind the barn uh he showed you the meteor where he stated that it seems a little smaller than he last saw it. The meteor, if you recall, is sort of uh, uh, almost like splinters, like diamond-shaped uh, splinters that are all sort of stuck together to form this uh, uh, ball. Okay. Uh, you mean smaller like it? the whole thing got smaller or like pieces of it are, are gone? He looks at it. And Neldor kind of sh- scratches the back of his head and he says, oh, well, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I guess it's just smaller than the last I saw it. Huh. Now, is this thing still hot, right? I heard he said, the wife said, don't touch it or something. Uh, yeah, it's quite hot. Uh, if you if you step a few more feet forward, you'll start feeling that warmth. Uh, I didn't dare touch it, but I uh, poked at it a bit with uh, one of my garden tools and uh, uh it started to burn it up something fierce really um, did you guys want to put the mirror on it like put you know like look at it through the mirror yeah yeah try okay but i asked that because we were told to be cautious about when we used it so is this something we want to do i mean you're the only one that's been using it so do you think it's wise to use it in front of other people? Probably not. Neldor uh, looks to the three of you, and he says, uh, uh, So you come all this way just to see this, or 
Yeah, the word around town is uh, this is a cool attraction. Well, like a hot yeah. Attraction. The the. Townspeople. Have you been charged? Have you been charging at the door for people to see this? <laughs> nah, it's 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 a, a very temporary thing, I'm sure. Uh, we sent word to the that college uh, up in Rayburn Falls to the north. Uh, I expect uh, one of them professor magician types will probably take the thing out of here. I'd imagine. Can I? Uh... Can I investigate the uh, while they're talking? Yeah, you want to take a look at the meteorite a little closer? Yeah, well, as close as I can. <laughs> sure, make an investigation check. Uh, well, investigation or arcana or nature, uh, wanna, uh, whatever your choice is. If there's another uh, knowledge roll you'd like to make, uh, just let me know. Yeah, just uh, normal investigation. Go for it. 19. With the 19, you step forward, and it does. It radiates a lot of heat. You step forward a little bit more, and being a red-scale dragonborn, uh, the heat doesn't bother you as much as it does other people. But even within about 10 feet of this thing, it starts getting unpleasant, like you could potentially start taking damage if you got any closer. But with the 19, you look it over as close as you can, and uh, uh, a few things catch your eye. One, uh, Garden, is it does not seem like it's a stone. Like, this doesn't look like it's a rock so much as it's made up of smaller pieces stuck to each other. The other thing that catches your attention here is the fact that the, uh, the ground underneath should be dense, impacted from the, the impact of this meteorite. But it doesn't seem that way. The ground seems loose underneath, as if something's been digging at it underneath. Almost like this meteor kind of rolls from the ground, maybe? Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, it, it potentially it could, but uh, uh, it does look like the ground has been impacted. Like, there's a crater. Uh, but it just seems like the ground underneath the meteor should be compacted, and it's not. It's as if it's the the ground is a little uh, you know loose or upturned. Okay, like something's digging into the ground. Maybe. Um, I would like to use a spell. Uh, create water. Mm -hmm. Um, it says waterfalls as rain in thirty feet cube. And I'd like to, for it to pour onto the meteorite. Sure. Uh, so you guys are stepping away and casting Create Water? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You step back. What's the range of your spell? Uh, 30 feet. Are you doing it the 30 feet? Yeah. Everyone kind of steps back the, you know, 30 feet or more. I tell, I tell him, hey, I think I'm going to try and cool this thing off, so... When the people come from the university, you know, they don't get hurt. He kind of nods. He says, uh, well, sure, if you can figure out a way to do it. And I you're casting uh, Create Water? Yeah. You create water. And a torrent of water, just gallons of it, start pouring down on top of the uh, meteor. 
and it hisses and steam jets out. And you guys are 30 feet away, so you don't have to worry about dexterity saving throws. Uh, steam explodes out, and you guys lose vision of the uh, 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 meteor as steam kind of billows out. And Neldor sort of looks at you funny and uh, looks at the uh, the meteor, and he says, Oh, I didn't realize you were uh, a magic user, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm a doctor by day, druid by night. He kind of nods. He says, oh, I'm sure we could probably use one of you in the village. All right. Uh, has the smoke or anything cleared the steam? Perception checks, everybody. Sure. With guidance. Uh, that's fine. I got a 10. I got a 15. I got 11. With a 10 and 11, uh, the uh, uh, the steam is still currently there. It'll be in maybe a minute or so before it clears out. Uh, you notice that at this point, uh, from further back away, you see uh, Neldor's wife and child uh, are sort of poked out, and they're looking at finding out what's going on after the commotion. Uh, Elianon, with a 15, you also don't necessarily see anything through the, the steam, but you can hear boiling water. Mm. Sounds like the uh, it is the noise of, I should say, water boiling coming from the crater. Okay. Do you guys hear that? I think that that thing is making the water coming down on it boil. It's almost like it's not cooling down. Kind of doesn't seem that way. Uh, a minute or so passes, and the steam starts lifting... And uh, it looks like the meteor is still exuding heat. Uh, there is a survival check on the table. Uh, you can roll survival or nature, your preference. Um, I'll do survival with guidance. Go right ahead. And what'd you get? Uh, 18 for survival. With an 18, Aegon, uh, there's something I can let you know. Uh, the water certainly did boil, and that thing is giving off a tremendous amount of heat. Uh, though, the amount of water that dropped on this thing from your spell, doesn't that doesn't explain where that all went. You think a lot of it just soaked into the earth. Which would probably only be so possible, like, you know, that it would happen so fast if the earth was very loose underneath that meteor. Okay. I almost feel like we should dig. Everyone make perception checks. Nineteen. Nineteen. Seventeen. All three of you uh, hear the sound of a horse galloping down the road, uh, coming from the south and heading this way. Neldor's uh, unperceptive, but did not notice a thing, and he just sort of looks at you three and and kind of wonders what you know what you're doing, what the next step is. Okay. Like a like a carriage or just a horse. Sounds like just a horse. 
Okay. So we can hear it, but we can't really see anything? I mean, at the moment, uh, you're uh, behind the barn, uh, you know, kind of near this meteor. Uh, and so when you look to the road, you only see a small part of it. Can I walk out to where I can see more of the road? Yeah, sure. Elena, you walk towards the front of the road and you see a horse uh, charging ahead that's now slowing to a stop in front of the uh, uh, the farm. Uh, you see a human, uh, seems fairly handsome, has dark hair, uh, you know, uh, probably in his uh, uh, maybe 50s, kind of a mature looking guy, kind of salt and pepper hair uh, as he gets closer. And he looks to you and uh, he says, uh, Miss, is uh, Mr. Uh, Neldor here? Yeah, he's back here behind the barn. He hops off the horse, and uh, Neldor walks around the uh, barn, and he says, Pierce, what's happening? And he says, ah, Neldor, head inside and lock up. I'm heading to town to warn them. Uh, goblins have been sighted. And he says, oh, that's dangerous. And Neldor looks to the three of you and says, would you like to come in inside and hide? Uh, no, we obviously don't want to do that. Where were goblins sighted? Pierce, who you now know is old Pierce McGregor, only, yeah. you know, quite a few years younger, uh, you know, looks to the three of you and he says, uh, goblins are coming down the road. There's a band of them. Uh, they look like they mean business. Okay. Uh, maybe we can hold them off if you wanted to head to town. We can cut them off, maybe. Ah, uh, seems a little dangerous. I ain't gonna tell you what to do, uh, but I'm just here to warn my pal Neldor. Uh, he jumps back onto the horse, and he jets off uh, as the horse takes off down the road. Okay. Do you guys want to do that? Yeah, let's... Yeah, let's go. At least try and see how many of them there are. All right. Um, so I tell Neldor... You know, get into your house, get your family, and be safe. Um, I got a question. Mm -hmm. right? How much is, like, 26 gold pieces? Like, is that something you could purchase a house with? Not necessarily a Well, I mean, I guess it depends. Uh, 26 gold? Yeah, I, I think that it could buy a house in these this little farming community for sure. All right, so I want to give Neldor all my gold. And I'm telling him... As soon as you and your family have an opportunity, get out of here. Whatever's going to happen, I don't feel as good. Roll persuasion. With guidance? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. <laughs> uh, you, didn't, you didn't say that before you said it. Uh, persuasion? I got a seven. He says, uh, mister, uh, I, that's... I, I don't I don't know what's going on. You, you want to take on monsters? I this is all very very confusing. Uh, I I tell you what, I uh, you can come inside. We can you know they'll they'll probably pass through. I uh, there's no sense getting yourself in danger or trouble uh, if you want. Roll an insight check, uh, and anyone can do that. Okay, we all want to do that. Uh, I got a 15. I got a natural 20. I got a 6, so... With a 6, he seems genuinely concerned for you guys. With a 15, you think that he uh, is a little confused and flabbergasted at the notion that you wanted him like to 
buy him a different play. Like, he doesn't know what to make of that. With a natural 20, Elianad, uh, he genuinely seems concerned. Uh, he doesn't... You don't think that he thinks that you guys can fight these goblins and live to tell the tale. Okay. Can I try persuading him? With a natural 20, you don't think that there's much that you can do to get okay. this guy to give up his farm. Certainly okay. not for strangers. He He's very untrusting of this whole situation. Uh, but he does seem like a nice guy. He does want you guys to be safe. And when I say that he doesn't think that you guys can take on these goblins, with the natural 20, it's not necessarily that he th thinks these goblins are, like, all-powerful or, like, beyond the strength of regular goblins. He's just a poor farmer who doesn't know about the, word, the world of adventuring or anything. Okay. Okay. I still give him my gold, though. He does not take it. Right. <laughs> he refuses your gold. He he appreciates what you want to do, but like, I mean, it would be as if you were walking around and someone came up to you and gave you hundreds of thousands of dollars and you were like, sell your house, leave, never return. Like, it'd be like, oh, okay, I mean, this is cool, buddy, but like, this is really weird and unsettling and very suspicious. Okay. Uh, he goes to take his family inside. You guys said you wanted to try to deal with these goblins? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Are you just waiting for them to show up? Is there something you'd like to do instead? Try and head them off? Yeah, I think we should try and go to them at least. Like, sure. Let's not try and fight them right here on this farm. You guys go down the road. And before you make it to Pierce McGregor's place, uh, you see another farmstead on the other side of the road. Now, you know it is a blighted land and an abandoned building, uh, but you see goblins are wrecking up the place. They're, you know, like smashing uh, uh, fence posts. They're, you know, uh, grabbing out like chickens out of the coop and like strangling them and like just tossing them around. And they're just laughing in glee at whatever nasty stuff they're doing. Uh, and uh, one of them uh, notices you and kind of points and starts chattering in goblinoid. Does anyone speak that language? Uh, I do speak Goblin. You hear them in Goblinoid uh, cry out. They go, well, looky here. A bunch of rubes here to protect a farm. And one of the other Goblins comes comes up and he's like, what do you say we give them a warm welcome? And they just start giggling. You see that there are six of them. Okay. Um... So I guess I yell back in Goblinoid. Uh, you guys looking for some trouble? Oh, you know we're looking for trouble, buddy. And I think that you might be looking for trouble. <laughs> All right. Uh, I said, let's do this. Everyone roll initiative. All right. 15. Elena? Uh, 23. Yeah, there's no way you're not going first. <laughs> uh, 15. And uh, how about for you, Garden? Uh, 14. Wow, that's better than I thought. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Elinot, it's your turn. 
Uh, okay, so can I can we like see how many of them there are? Like, I guess. Yeah. So as you guys were talking, the the six goblins kind of came out of the the woodwork, so to speak. Uh, they're in a group of uh, six. They're probably about five to ten feet apart from one another, uh, and they're probably about like thirty feet away. Hmm. Okay. Um. So you said they're about like fifteen to twenty feet away. Uh, thirty feet away, oh, but they're all five to ten feet away from each other. Okay. Could I use um, thunder wave on them? What's the radius of thunder wave? 15 foot cube. 15 foot cube? I'd say you could probably get about three of them at once. Okay. All right, then I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that. Sure. You uh, step to, uh, towards them, and uh, uh, you just hear their like deriding, mocking laughter as you step forward. Uh, and uh, they have to make saving throws, right? Yes, constitution saving throws. Uh, fail, fail, and fail. Uh, so that is 2d8 damage. So that's, wait, so do, uh, do I roll that for each of them or just roll it? Just once and that damage applies to all three of them. Okay, so then it's, uh, it's nine. I... And uh, are there any other effects from the spell? Yeah, then they're pushed 10 feet. Three goblin bodies go flying back 10 feet and skid to the ground, motionless. And the deriding laughter of like, ha 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 ha, stops. Uh, Aegon, it's your turn. Uh, so how many are left? Uh, three left. Three left, okay. Sorry, I missed the part where you said how many there were. Um, all right, I want to turn into a dire wolf. You turn into a dire wolf? And uh, run into attack. Um, so I can do a bite melee attack. Okay. So I'll roll to hit, and I got a 16. That's a hit. Okay, and uh, that is two... That's seven damage. Your teeth sink into the neck of the uh, one of the goblins in the front, and its voice cracks a bit as you chomp down with your uh, teeth, and the body goes rigid. Cool. Garden, it's your turn. I, uh, let's see, I'll attack with, uh, my longsword, no shield. Sure thing. And let me know what you get. Uh, uh 17. With a 17, you hit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Remember to use the better damage dice, because you're wielding it with two hands instead of one. So I think it's a d10 instead of a d8. Oh, thank God. Uh, so... Uh, 
And I believe you have a feat now that lets you re-roll a damage die too. So uh, remember if you want, roll twice and take the better of the damage dice. Wait a minute. So just out of, uh, so I roll twice because I have advantage and then I roll a third time and pick which one up between three or how? Not necessarily work? advantage. No, uh, I, you rolled and you hit. Uh, so now you're rolling damage because of your feet. You can choose to roll a second time and take that instead if you prefer. Oh, okay. No, I was just confused. You said I rolled. I, I was. I, I confused myself. Okay. So roll your d10. Add your plus four to damage, and uh, let me know what you get. Plus three now. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Because I'm using uh, the sword. Yep. Wow, noob. Uh, all right, ten. And you slice through with your sword, and the goblin just like gets cleaved in twain. And splits in two and blood flies out. Goblin's turn. <laughs> uh, you, you know, uh, uh, it wasn't like we really meant that much harm. We were, uh, uh, it was really all their idea, I assure you. Uh, I, perhaps, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Wolf will, uh, uh, who can speak to me will decide to uh, parlay. And that's the goblin's turn. Ellie and Odd, it's your turn. You have no idea what he said. If you want as a bonus action on your turn, you can roll insight if you'd like to get uh, an idea. Um, Can I... I can talk to other people in my party, right? Sure. So, like, I could talk to Aegon and say... <laughs> he's hey. a wolf right now. I'm a wolf. Oh, he's a wolf. So, I couldn't talk to him. So, wait, nope. he doesn't understand when you talk to him when he's an animal? Oh, he understands you. It's just that he can't talk back. Uh, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so, yeah, I will I guess I'll roll insight to see if I can hear what he said. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so that's four. You think he said something disparaging about you. Oh, okay. Um, but I know, I know that, that Aegon can talk to him, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so can I just, like, stand back or, like, just, you know, like, I guess not do anything? That's fair. Yeah, you, you don't necessarily have to attack or anything. Do you want to take, like, a defensive action or... Uh... Yeah, I guess I'll just take, like, a defensive action, I guess. I. You put up your guard and wait for Aegon to make a decision here, since he can talk to the thing. Uh, Aegon, it's your turn. Uh, you heard what the goblin said, but you're unfortunately not able to talk back to him in this form. All right, so I guess I turn back to human. Or half-orc, sorry. You turn back into a half-orc, and yeah, the, the goblin uh, is utterly terrified you guys you guys just ripped through his five compatriots with relative ease and uh yeah he doesn't want to fight you guys anymore so can i have a conversation with him or is me speaking a turn uh no at this point if you aren't going to fight him anymore if you guys are getting out of combat then you can just continue talking well okay i have a question because i've tried to do some dual damage before how does that work uh, basically, it's you announce that you're doing subdual damage, and you 
you know, roll to hit. If you hit, you do damage, but it's subdual. It does not murder uh, the the person. Okay. But, like, he can't run away if he's subdued to his... He'd be unconscious. Right. Oh, he would be unconscious. Okay. All right. Um, so I just want to know what they were doing here. I asked him in Goblinoid. Well, y- you see, I decided that we should stay in the forest and not come here. But the rest of them, they they forced me to come here and attack this farm and, and get stuff. And uh, uh, I, I really tried to stop them, mister. I really did. Roll uh, uh, insight. Sure. Uh, that's a 14. You're not 100% sure. You don't feel like that's the truth. You think he's lying. All right. I believe you. Of course, this uh, uh, a wolf shapeshifter, a lycanthrope, as uh, uh, wonderful and powerful as you. Why wouldn't you believe me? But my staff of woodlands doesn't. What? And so I go to attack with my staff of woodlands. Feel free. Sure. Man. Or I miss six. You smash the staff into the ground, <laughs> and he goes, Eep! I. Uh, Garden, it. it's your turn. Uh, they had a conversation in Goblinoid that ended with Aegon swinging a club at the goblin who uh, ducked aside. Uh, it seems like the uh, negotiations have broken down. It's your turn. Well, I'll get him, Aegon. <laughs> Rolled a hit. 12. 12 is a miss. Ooh. Goblin's turn. He's going to go to run away. Both of you get attacks of opportunity. So uh, uh, both of you roll to attack. Uh, Garden and uh, Aga. 19. Oh, that's a hit. Yeah, that's a uh, 15. That's a hit. Roll damage to the both of you. Nine. Aga. I mean, he's dead at that point. 11. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh absolutely. Uh, the goblin goes to run, gets clobbered in the back of the head, and as he's falling down lifeless, uh, Garden's sword just right through its back, and the goblin goes limp to the ground and falls over dead. Gotta feel bad for him. What? You just stabbed him in the chest. What do you mean you feel bad for him? I was talking about the way he went up all the hard tags. And I say, it's just been revoked. <laughs> I... What would you guys like to do from here? Uh, investigate their bodies or search uh, to see if they have anything on them. Uh, please make an investigation check. Investigation, yes. That's what I meant to say. Can I use guidance on that? Yeah. Sweet. Oh, Jesus. They're at a house, right? <laughs> uh, they're in front of a house, but yeah. Can I, like, knock on the door and, like, see if there's somebody in there and let them know, like, there's no more threat? You knock at the door, and uh, uh, a few moments pass while uh, Aegon goes to uh, uh, investigate the goblins, and there's no answer. Uh, Aegon, what'd you get? Oh, I got a five. These goblins have diddly and squat both at the same time. They, ha- they have nothing. Uh, they don't have money. They have, like, loincloths and, like... 
the most rudimentary of weapons, clubs and stuff like that. All right. Um, so we're we're kind of towards Pierce McGregor's. Arm. You got about maybe almost there before, uh, 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 you know, before you were waylaid by goblins. Uh, but uh, uh, feel free to make me an Arcana check, and I might be able to tell you a little bit more. Okay. Anyone who wants to make that roll. Uh, I got an eighteen. No. I got a two. I got a one. Ooh, first of the recording session, right? Yes. Uh, Elliot, you're not really sure what that entails. Uh, uh, Garden, you scratch the back of your head and you're like, ah. With an 18. This is a little peculiar, uh, Aegon. The goblins that you know of when you were dealing with, like, the Fortress of Volrock, were all enthralled to some horrible cult of an elder being and had started, like, mutating and, you know, making sacrificial offerings and stuff. These goblins had their sense about them. They're evil, but they had their sense about them. They had okay. both eyes. I uh, tell my group the differences. And what would you guys like to do? Head back to the Swiftvine farm, or...? Yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah, I think that's fine. You guys head back to the Swiftvine farm, and uh, when you guys arrive, uh, Neldor is uh, just flabbergasted that you guys would fight monsters, and not only that, but just ha you know handle them with relative ease, not have a scratch on you guys, and uh, he, he tells you guys... Uh, come in for dinner, at least. I refuse. <laughs> what? He says, I mean, you don't have to. I won't make you, but uh, you're certainly welcome to, stranger. I tell him only if he takes his gold. He says, sir, I won't do such a thing. That would be very improper of me. All right. Then I sit outside the house and eat rations while they eat. If that's your prerogative. Uh, Elianad and uh, Garden, are you guys going in for dinner? Yeah. I'm Garden. A bit hungry. All right. Uh, Aegon uh, sits outside in the, uh, uh, the, the, the cool uh, evening air, munching on rations. Uh, having turned his nose up at any hospitality. Uh, Elianad and uh, Garden. The two of you go inside, and Neldor, his wife Glenda, and uh, their child Glendor uh, sit at the table, and uh, they offer you a meal, and uh, at least for a good portion of the meal, you have uh, Glendor, the child, asking questions about you know, like, you know, how'd you fight the goblins? You know, where'd you get that sword? You know, kind of childish, you know, kind of wonder at the fact that you guys are, you know, these powerful warriors from afar. <laughs> uh, but I, what would you guys like to ask, if anything? Uh, 
I don't think that we heard it before. So I'm going to ask uh, Neldor, when exactly did the meteorite fall? When exactly did the thing fall or hit the ground here? He says, well, uh, it's probably been uh, well, maybe about a couple weeks now, week and a half. Okay. All right. says, ah, strange thing. Have you had anybody, like, obviously, like, you've seen us here for it, but, like, has anybody else come around, or have you noticed any, like, things happening? Like, obviously, there were goblins today. Have you noticed any other kind of, like, evil coming forward since this has happened, or, like, more regularly since this has happened? No, uh, that goblin attack is the, the first we've seen in some time. Uh, they, uh, they used to be a problem in this area years and years ago. Uh, only rarely do we see them now. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I don't think there's been any, anything else that's, you know, uh, been alarming and uh not really too many people outside of the townspeople have come to visit uh we're still waiting on the 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 professor wizard who's going to come from the college to the north okay have you noticed anything weird happening like around your farm like with vegetables or any type of like vegetation you have uh animals acting strangely anything like that he shakes his head and he says, no, uh, uh, I think this is going to be one of my uh, best crops yet this year. Okay. How are um, uh, you and your wife feeling, uh, you're feeling okay? I mean, you know, you're doing okay. No, no strange feelings or anything. Uh, yeah, uh, never better. Kind of questions I'd expect from the, the good doctor who waited outside, but, uh, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, we're quite good. Uh, uh, Glendor's nice and healthy. Uh, you know, it's keeping up with, uh, uh, the studies, uh, my wife gives him and, uh, you know, he, he helps out a little on the farm. He's healthy. Everything's going smooth. Can I hear any of this? Like, I know it's just a, a wood house, but I can probably make a perception check. Sure. Uh, 19. Uh, bits and pieces. Uh, you hear little parts of the conversation, but not much. Certain words. Uh, healthy. Uh, uh, you hear Ellie and I ask if, you know, strange things have been cited, but you don't quite catch the answer. Uh, being outside and not, you know, near the room in question, uh, I'm afraid you don't really get much. Okay. I want to use Druidcraft and make the loudest fart noise I possibly can. Oh my gosh. Uh, you make a fart noise. Uh, everybody inside roll perception. 14. Three. Uh... Meldor, Glendor, and Glenda. Nobody hears it. <laughs> that was a good fart, too. Uh, that's potentially a uh, oxymoron, but uh, but sure. Uh, 
the uh, uh, the dinner continues, and uh, 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 Neldor asks if there's any other questions the two of you have. No, I can't think of anything. Uh, Garden? Uh, no, I can't think of any, anything either uh, besides just, um, just you might want to keep out for, for black vegetables. Um, uh, yeah. Well, sure. Uh, I, I appreciate the kind words. Uh, we'll do our best to stop any rot if it comes. Uh, he kind of... a little racist. Hmm. Uh, you're not there to hear that. I. Uh, Neldor uh, looks to the uh, two of you and uh, says, you know, well, if you'd like to spend the night, you certainly can. We have a, a guest room on the first floor. No, uh, you know, uh, we're going to get back together with uh, Aegon here and figure out what we're doing. But thank you so much. And thank you for dinner. Absolutely. Um, he says, uh, uh, I'm not sure what is going on with the, the good doctor. I. Uh, but if he wants to spend the night, uh, he's welcome to as well. Well, I think we're we're just going to meet back up with him and we're going to figure out what our next moves are. He says, well, uh, give us a knock on the door if you need us. Uh, and he okay. says goodbye to you guys and, uh, you know, closes the door to the farmhouse uh, behind you. Okay. How'd it go? I don't know. What the hell is wrong with you? Since when do you refuse a meal? Right. It's unlike you. Look, I tried to help this guy out, and he didn't want my help, so... So, you don't take a meal from him? That makes total sense. I get it now. Hey, if he can be stubborn, I can be stubborn. I, uh, In his defense, uh, he's being stubborn about something very understandable. Uh, you're being stubborn about something that is slightly less understandable... But regardless, the three of you are together. I presume you fill in uh, Aegon with what was said. And what would you guys like to do from here? You guys want to head back to town? Uh, yeah, I guess we can start heading back to town. I mean, I'm curious as to how long we're going to see this area the way it is. I mean, is it going to be... Is the town going to be like this? As soon as we get far away, is it going to be like this? Well, okay. What do we know so far? These people who were dead, one who we saw die, is alive again. I'm curious as to what's going to be in the town when we get there. All right. You guys want to go to uh, Lava Cloud Village? Sure. Yes. Yeah, let's go. Absolutely. Uh, it's uh, evening right now, uh, and so you guys just want to head back to town and uh, uh, get there in, you know, like 20 minutes or so? Yeah. So yeah. What, what time of day is it right now? Uh, it's uh, late evening. It's uh, uh, The sun is setting. It's getting dark. You know what's something I didn't think about is, so we don't have anywhere to stay. What do you mean? So if the town is the past... Arnold Payne hasn't paid for us to. Yeah, but we don't know if it is or not. Okay. So let's stop thinking about that until it's something we need to. So <laughs> it's getting dark, so I'm going to cast light on our walk so that we can see. Sure. And you guys head back to Lava Cloud Village? Yeah. Yes. You guys walk along the, the forest trail, and uh, after, you know, 20 minutes or so, uh, you guys arrive back in Lava Cloud Village. 
looks just the same as the last time you were here. Okay. So, where do we want to go first? I mean, if it's getting late, should we just go to bed? You want to go to the inn? Yeah, let's go to the inn. All right. Sure. You uh, knock on the door, and uh, uh, the the door opens, and uh, you're greeted by Charlotte Foster. And she says, oh, uh, the three of you are back. Hey, Charlotte. Well, hello. How are you today? Oh, quite good. I hope that uh, uh, your travels have been good these uh, last... Uh, uh, what would you guys have been gone for basically like a day for her? So she says, uh, I hope the last day treated you well. It did. Have you seen uh, Pierce McGregor come through here? Oh, you're talking about old crazy Pierce? Yeah. Oh, uh, he's a, a, a nutty old man, dear. I, I wouldn't worry about the things he says. He doesn't come around here very often. But did he come through here recently? Well, I haven't seen him in some time. Okay. All three of you make a perception check while you're uh, out on the, the kind of the front of the inn. Natural one. First of the day. Hey, God, you look around and ah, nothing's really jumping out at you. Oh, uh, is, is that cooking I smell inside? Ah, that smell <laughs> smells good. I didn't get a chance to eat. 19. Yeah, and I got an 18. Uh, with an 18 and a 19, uh, you notice that uh, Black Egg Brewery uh, is open and the lights are on. And you know that in the past, Black Egg Brewery would not be there. You also see that despite the fact that you were walking through a forested trail leading into Lava Cloud Village, now when you look back to the south of town, you see the trees are more blighted and dead like they were before. You think that the image you saw of the past is no more, and you're now in present times. Okay. Hmm. Uh, can we... Actually, should we go into the inn, like, and just kind of sit around and talk for a bit? Or, like, do you want to, like, look around this place? Because he said that the brewery, the lights are on. I mean, the brewery is usually open late anyways, right? That's true. Yeah. Do you want to go look at, go to the brewery? Well, I'm just thinking that, like, obviously we thought we were in the past, and now we're back in the present, and I don't know. Like, I guess it just seems odd. You don't think we should look around? or? Sure. Yeah, let's go to the brewery. So you guys head to the Black Egg Brewery. <laughs> Uh, I presume you let uh, uh, Charlotte Foster know that you're leaving and don't just, like, leave her on the doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys say that you're going to the uh, the bar for a while. Uh, you guys walk in, and uh, you see, much like before, uh, quite a few of the townspeople are here having drinks. Uh, they kind of side-eye you a bit as the three of you walk in, and, you know, they mumble a bit and then go back to their conversations. And uh, Sells is uh, uh, behind the counter. He says, oh, hello, friends. Hi, how are you doing? Not uh, quite well. It's a little slow tonight, but, uh, you know, not every night can be a uh, raging kegger. Okay. 
Solace, my good friend. How, you, how are you? Good to see you. Yeah. Could could be better, but uh, not bad. Uh, how are you, my friend? Uh, not too, not too, not too, not too bad. Any nods? You said there's townspeople in here, right? Uh, yeah, there's probably about uh, uh, six to eight people uh, off to the side in the bar. Uh, you're at the bar itself, and they're at tables in the bar or in the yeah bar, if, if that makes sense. In the brewery. So yes. I'd like to walk over to one of the tables and ask if they've seen or know who Pierce McGregor is and if they've seen him recently. Make a persuasion check. Oh, I got a one. Uh, that's the <laughs> second of the day, right? Second, yes. I... Uh, you go to, to convince the uh, townspeople to talk to you. And I... Uh, they kind of shoot you dirty looks, and uh, one of them kind of glares and is just like, I ain't seen him. <laughs> Super. Uh, you hear Elianod ask that, and the townspeople are kind of slightly antagonistic. Who would expect that with a one? And uh, what are you doing, Aegon? Uh, I guess I go over and... Uh slammed my hand on the table and said, the lady asked you a question. Intimidate. Sure. <laughs> What'd you no. get? No. You got a natural one. You oh. slam your hand on the uh, uh, table just in time for them to lift their drinks and the weight diffuses just enough for you to slap the table, it hits you in the face, and you fall over to the ground and with a uh, uh, a uh, jar of pickled eggs washing over you, and everybody in the bar starts cracking up, and you absolutely fail your intimidation check in the most splendidly horrific way, with eggy brine all over you, and everyone cracking up laughing at you. I didn't do it. Wow. <laughs> I guard. What would you like to do in this uh, just horrific situation? What the heck? I, too, would like to, uh, and, and completely not my nature, try to uh, intimidate and get answers. Sure. Uh, you have disadvantage because of the fact that they aren't <laughs> taking you guys seriously in the least. Uh, roll intimidation and take disadvantage. So roll twice, take the worst result. Mm. What'd you get? <laughs> What'd you get? Well, I got a 15 and an 18. I mean, plus. Oh, 15 and an 18? Um, and then let's see. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so that'd be 20 and so 17. With a 17, their laughter slows to a stop. And I. Uh, the one of them, you know, who curtly gave the response to Elena before, says, Pierce McGregor's a nut job. Crazy old bat. We don't know nothing about him. Leave us alone. Are you sure you don't know anything? Don't know anything. nothing. Don't want to know nothing. And you haven't seen him. 
I told you already. Get off our backs. No, we ain't seen him. Can I roll insight? Yeah, you sure can. Let me know what you get. 18. With an 18, you know that the townspeople are untrusting of you guys being outsiders. Uh, but uh, they seem to be telling the truth. They they don't know much about Pierce McGregor. They think he's crazy. Uh, they seem to want to be left alone by you guys. Okay. Well, Sells comes I... out with a towel and uh, uh, picks up the, you know, the eggs and stuff and, and you know, puts the table back in place uh, and, uh, you know, asks if you guys wouldn't mind stepping away from them and coming to the bar. Sure. Yeah, and I'm also going to apologize. We didn't mean to make a scene or upset anybody. He says, I help, I help uh, Sal's pick up all the eggs off the ground, but instead of putting them back in the jar, I just keep eating them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sal's lets you know that uh, you'll have to pay for those eggs. Absolutely. Uh, and he says, uh, "Listen, I, I, you know, I don't really know exactly what you're doing in town, but uh, uh, if you're going to start causing trouble, make sure it's not here." No, it wasn't my intention. I just wanted to ask a question. I'm really sorry. He nods and, and you know, he, he seems to like you guys well enough. He says, I get it. I, I have, we all have anger issues from time to time, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, these things happen. It, it, sometimes your temper gets the better of you. Yeah, I've been drinking this different juice than I normally do. He says, uh, you know, sometimes that does it to me too. Uh, and then I, 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 I pay him for the, for the pickled eggs. He thanks you. He takes. How much them. were they? I uh, I would say that for the shattering of the the bottle and the ruining of a jar of them, it'd be like a gold piece. Okay. I uh, too would like to apologize for any uh, any any troubles that uh, may have caused. Been a long day. Um, like to off uh, like to purchase uh, three bottles of blueberry wine, and I give them like a five gold uh, five gold piece tip. Yeah, he uh, uh, he takes the the money for the bottles of blueberry wine. He takes the tip, and he seems to be in a better mood now. He How sells much is the wine? The is the wine? Uh, I think it's a gold piece of bottle. Okay, so eight gold altogether. So this was productive. You guys want to go back to the end? Yeah, we can go back. Cool. All right, no, let's go. go back to the end. Sure. You guys decide you're going to head back to the end. Uh, and you guys walk yourselves back across uh, the town, and uh, you are now back at Susanna's Inn. And Susanna, uh, as you walk in, kind of smells. Yeah, I figured. I was going to ask her if there's a place I can clean up. And she says... Wait, Charlotte or Susanna? Or Charlotte, I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Susanna's been passed away for some time now. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we weren't, like, walking into the past. No, no. I... Charlotte uh, tells you that there is a uh, 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 like a wash basin in the back of the inn uh, that you can kind of clean your st- uh, stuff on. Okay. She gives you like the bar of soap and stuff and, you know, tells you to help yourself. And uh, otherwise, what would you guys like to do? 
It's late, right? It's getting later, yeah. I think I'm just going to head up to bed then. So Ellie and I is going to bed. Garden? Yeah. Or, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, bed, You're bed cleaning for a bit yeah, before yeah. you head to bed there, Aegon. Sure. Uh, Garden and Elianot head to bed, and uh, Aegon, you're left alone with uh, Charlotte Foster. And she helps you kind of clean up, and uh, is there anything you'd like to ask her or talk about while uh, uh, you have her off to the side? Uh, man, do I? It's a great opportunity. Um, I ask her if she uh, what she knows about Norris. She says, uh, uh, Norris, I'm afraid I don't know who that is. Uh, this is a gentleman who brings supplies over to uh, Arnold Payne. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's a, uh, uh, seems to be a nice enough guy, I suppose. He's never stayed here before? Well, never. Uh, I've, I've offered a few times. Uh, I told, uh, uh, Mr. Payne that, uh, if there's, you know, you know, sort of just to kind of get some business, but I, I let him know to to tell his driver to to come here. And uh, uh, Mr. Payne said that uh, uh, his coachman Norris, who delivers supplies to him, is always on the road. Yeah, I guess he doesn't ever stop to uh, at inns or anything. I I don't really understand. Maybe he just wants to save some money. Uh, can I roll insight? You sure can. Thanks. That's a seven. With a seven, uh, she doesn't hide it especially well. Uh, she seems more weirded out by Norris than she lets on. She said he's a nice enough guy, but you don't think she really knows him well enough to say that. You think that he kind of weirds her out. Okay. All right. Uh, then I just... Uh... I let her know I'm going to head to my room and I wish her a good night. Sure, absolutely. Uh, all three of you go to bed. I. Uh, all three of your sleeps are kind of troubled. Nobody has very good rest here, you know, in Lava Cloud Village and to the south especially. Uh, Ellie and I, you wake up and uh, May is sitting in uh, uh, the chair, and uh, she says, well, good morning, sunshine. Good morning. Did you find anything out for me? <sighs> Not a ton. Uh, so you asked May to look into... Uh, uh, Hang on, because, okay, so Garden, Aegon, Norris, and Agnes. Uh, Agnes, uh, she lets you know, she says, ah, it just seems like a, a funny old woman, but it is kind of strange that she just up and moved her shop to this rundown little burg. Uh, Agnes as well, you said? Agnes was one of them, Norris, Aegon, and Garden. I uh, oh you didn't ask about uh Glenda. No. <laughs> oh, well. She gave you that for free, I suppose. Uh <laughs> she says uh of Agnes, she says I uh, to the best of my knowledge, uh she did have uh family. Uh but I don't really know exactly what happened. I couldn't figure it out. Uh but she came here without any 
like family approval. Like, you know, she just sort of dropped away from the Red Forge family as best as I can tell. Uh, and she kind of uh, shrugs about Norris and she says, I'm afraid I don't know anything about him. I couldn't find anything out. She says, there is something maybe a little funny about uh, uh, Garden and Aegon. Okay. Well, they're, you know, like we know that you're innocent, but like, do we know exactly what they did to get thrown in jail and put on death row? No, I was hoping that's what you could find out from me. <laughs> it just, I just don't think I trust them, Elianod. Okay. Why though? What have you heard? Well, that's the thing, I've not heard much, but something about them and the way they came to this town. I mean, you've seen the way they act sometimes, right? Yeah, but the little bits of information that I've seen don't necessarily make me think that they're that untrustworthy. So if you're telling me that they're untrustworthy, I need to know why. She kind of shrugs and uh, she says, I don't really have a clear answer for you, to be honest. There's just something about them that my intuition says is kind of funny. Okay. Have you ever thought that maybe they really are murderers? Well, of course, I've definitely thought that. They went to jail for that. Like, of course, I've thought that. Uh, the one really, like, Aegon has been a little more forthcoming, but Garden really has not. A lot of his is like, seems like some family baggage, to be completely honest. But, uh, and he really hasn't been very forthcoming about anything. So yeah, I definitely get that, you know, that feeling like, you know, that maybe they actually did those things. I'm just, like I said, that's why I was hoping you could find out some more information. She nods and she says, well, I'll see if I can't find anything else out. Okay. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to uh, ask of May or uh, uh, anything else you'd like to do? Um, I, you know what? I do want to know if anyone from the Thieves Guild is looking for me. Because I would assume that they would know I'm out of prison, right? She nods and she says, oh, they do know. And I think that you might be expecting somebody at some point. Uh, I mean, I can do my best to lie to them and keep them off the, your trail, but I think inevitably you'll run into them at some point. Okay. Okay. Nothing else, uh, Elianad, that you'd like to uh, uh, say or do with me uh, while you've got her here? Nope, I think that's it. Absolutely. Uh, Garden and Aegon, what are you guys doing this morning? Uh, going down for breakfast. You go down for breakfast, Garden? Uh, yeah, is there like a wasp bowl or something in my, uh, in my, in my room? Uh, there wouldn't so be I... one in your room, but there'd be one downstairs. Okay, because okay. I just want to splash some water in my face and, 
and then uh, go grab a bite. Yeah, so you get yourself ready and, you know, get uh, breakfast. Uh, Ellie not. Uh, May uh, gets to the window and once again slides out of the uh, the window as she has uh, plenty of times before. And uh, you heading downstairs? Yeah, I'm going to go down to breakfast. You head down to breakfast. Uh, and uh, it's the three of you munching on uh, uh, breakfast in the morning. And what would you guys like to do? I don't know, I was kind of thinking last night about those paintings. Uh, yeah, what's, what with the paintings? The paintings that we, you know, that we saw in the chat, it just, they just seem like, seem weird. And yet, like, familiar. I don't know if any of the paintings you, that you all looked at, like, you know, like, I don't know, stood anything stood out to you guys in them? Like, the the red figure one, the 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 woman the woman the light uh, the the green figure one in the bloody I mean you know what's running the blood I, I don't know it's it's just it's something that wasn't sitting right with me with those paintings just wanted to see what, hear what you guys thought about them I mean there was one that felt a little uneasy to me it had a half orc in it but I don't know it's still it's still kind of curious to me I don't know much about these paintings honestly. This, this place was supposed to just get in our heads and show our worst fears. So if it's something, if there's something you want to say right now, there's something you want to confess to uh, the, the red figure or anything like that, then, then uh, by all means, you can do that. What do you, what do you mean by confess? Well, it seemed familiar to you, right? Confess is yeah, a pretty you, strong word. It really, yeah, you just threw out, you just threw out the <laughs> word confess. Okay. Like, I, like I did something. <laughs> You just seem like you're kind of holding back, and you're just kind of vaguely bringing up these paintings. Well, to if be honest, true. you seem like you're kind of holding back. You you attack as soon as you know. I'm not, it's too early to do this. It's too early to do this. It's early to do this. Um, but yeah, I just I just wanted to have a, a discussion amongst us and not be attacked. I just continue right. eating while they're having this discussion. You eat. Uh, do you guys continue this conversation, or do you guys finish eating and move on to something else? Um, finish eating and move on to something else. Obviously, he has nothing to say. I tell them I have an idea and uh, to meet me outside. Okay. So I go outside. What you doing, Aga? Um, do they meet me out there? Yeah, I do. I presume yeah, Garden's I going outside? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, can I use perception to see if there's anyone like around us? You sure can. Make a perception check. Right. With guidance. Go right ahead. Uh, 14. With a 14, you look around and uh, I, there doesn't seem to be anyone within earshot. Alright. I tell Ellie and Odd, what if we use the mirror on this town? Okay. We can use the mirror on this town. Is that something you guys want to do? I think it might be a good idea. That's I, you guys I'm think. Okay with it, if yeah, you're okay with it, but let's make sure that we're all in agreement because we were told to be cautious. All right, so yeah. I, uh, I'll do it. So I grab the mirror and I say the secret words. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> something. 
Zillow. Praise be to Zelg the Almighty. Zelg the Envy of the Flesh of Infinity. He calls upon the name of Zog the Envy of the Flesh of Infinity. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, you're the one holding the mirror right now, uh, Aegon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so are you saying it? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, to see the truth, I call upon thee the name of Zalg, the envy of the flesh of infinity. You look in the mirror, and uh, as you guys are in kind of the, you know, by the inn, and you hold up this mirror, you see green mists fill the mirror. You look inside, and, you know, it's kind of hard to see. And as you guys sort of stop looking in the mirror and look around you, you find yourselves on stone streets. Tall, tall buildings surround you guys. And the architecture looks oddly rounded. Like it shouldn't possibly exist. Like, you know, no buildings really look so perfectly rounded like how could brick be laid that way it just doesn't seem right green mists fill the streets and the three of you have a horrible horrible feeling and that's where we're gonna go ahead and pause today's session Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.